0: So strong You were like my lover And my best friend All wrapped in one With a ribbon on it And all of a sudden You went there I didn't know how to follow It's like the shop Is running around And now my heart there I feel so empty and hollow And I never give myself to another The way I give it to you don't You can't even recognize The way you hook me It's gonna take a miracle To bring me back And you the one one. to blame and now, and now I fit. fit oh, you're the reason why I'm thinking I don't want to smoke some cigarettes no more I guess that's what I get for wishful thinking I should have never let you enter my dough Next time you want to go and leave I should let you do it Because I'm losing like I bleed It's like I check into rehab Baby, you're my disease to rehab baby or my disease can anyone actually be your disease or your drug or someone you can't do without i don't know but anyways uh this is actually i played a rihanna song this is the first time i was ever introduced to rihanna and her music, and I totally actually fell in love with her. Um, this was the song that really got me. On, uh, got me uh, know Rihanna, and uh, this used to be when I was I was in Bombay. Yes, I was in Bombay when I first listened to it, and um, this used to be my phone ringtone. It used to be uh, uh, it's it was something that I, I listened to because I really loved it. I don't know whether this was the first song. I don't really know. I have no idea. I don't remember at all. But, um, damn, she was, she's, 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 uh, this was like, you know, yeah, I started listening to Rihanna from year on. So, um, that's something about, you know, uh, feeling nostalgic and why I really play these songs. I hope they don't really cash me playing these songs, you know, whoever those, uh, because I've not bought them to play it on, uh, on year. But, um, The reason I'm playing these songs is because, you know, they really make me nostalgic. They are uh, the songs that uh, that uh, that I've been playing. I mean, I've been listening, uh, you know, right in those, uh, you know, years back. And uh, so they make me nostalgic. Anyways, uh, right, guys and girls hope you're doing good and how's your weekend going and i really mean it i really mean it if you two are listening thank you for listening but anyways uh this is more classo and um if ever at all you're kind of listening to this thank you man come on you know you don't need to do it but still anyways uh talk about nostalgia getting nostalgic today actually um I was, uh, I passed through this place. Um, it was like, it was, it was a drive through. So I would to really go So I had to walk somewhere. So, um, I drove through this place. Uh, uh, you know, it was my, um, uh, i lived in that area for like uh, for about 2 years I, I no longer live there and uh, i passed across my uh, my my jogging track my running track you know it got me so nostalgic like i remember oh my god that was a track that i i ran every morning on you know those those curves those uh those curves and those uh, uh, the entire track makes me so nostalgic. I like that feeling of nostalgia. You know, it really, uh, it really makes. It's it's a very good feeling. It makes you feel great. It makes you feel. Like, you know, uh, like if there's the, the something you're associated with, you know, for uh, for some time, you tend to get uh, you tend to get very uh, you tend to get associated with it and you feel nostalgic, you know, when the thing really comes back in front of you after after a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all that's the, that's that's with music. That's with people. That's with even uh, jogging track like even a running track can make you feel like that just imagine you know so um, uh, talking about that that was that that was really exciting uh Right. so uh, I don't know why I really do this I have no idea like uh, I really need someone to tell me why I'm actually uh, speaking into a microphone and just kind of you know yeah man like you know yapping With uh, with uh, no really need to do it, but anyways, yeah, Uh, I'll do it as long as like you know, okay, it's fun doing it. I really like doing this. Anyways, what I want to talk to you about is an update. Uh, Remember uh, in my previous uh, in my previous kind of gupshup, like I would say it in Hindi, or in my previous uh, kind of uh, yapping session that I had with you guys. Uh, I did mention about you know uh those uh, those rallies and those protests that are happening uh, f- uh across i think it was across in some states uh in the United States where people uh, like women are uh, were really demanding that you know they should be given equal rights when it comes to um, uh, free the nipple moment or kind of uh, going topless if they wish to. Um and uh because I believe it's a rule, and I just came to know I was reading somewhere that it was it was as per the law, women are not allowed to go topless or uh like the men really go, so um it was seen as you know being very uh it's not uh it's you're not being fair it's it's inequality you know you're not uh, what men get women do not get so uh so finally i was uh you know a few days back. We just got to know that the few states, people who are fighting in those states, uh, the courts have finally decided. I think there are around five states. I'm not really sure. Uh, but most of them are from Middle America and South America. That's what I guess it is. Yes, it is. South and Middle America, uh, American states, uh, wherein uh, they finally, not all of them, a few of them. Uh, they finally got, uh, got the right to rights to go out. I'm not going to name the states. They've gone out to go and go topless or free the nipple and do whatever they want, you know, with their bodies, same like how men would do. So uh, it kind of, you know, I was like, you know, last, uh, last time when I was yapping, I did mention that, you know, uh, the problem is, the problem, the real problem is when you put a rule, when you put a law, or you make something, you know, uh, when you tell a group of people, whether a group of people, now women are no longer minorities; we actually half of the population. When you tell a group of people, whether it is whatever, based on a group of people, based on a religious sector, a group of people based on the sex, when you put a law, which or rule saying you can't do that. The minute you tell someone you can't do that, they become rebellious, you know, you tend you want to you want to fight that rule that, uh, OK, if there's if there's law that applies to everyone, 100 percent of the population, uh, people would, you know, kind of stick by it and they won't really they won't become rebellious, you know, towards it. They won't become a rebel. Uh, to fight against it. But when you put a law that is uh, and you write it in that law book of yours and and put the cross saying that, you know, a particular group of people are not no longer going to be allowed to do that. The minute you do that, you'll have rebels out there. You'll have people fighting that law. So I was thinking that if there was no law that said that told women, you know, that you're not allowed to go topless in a public space, in a public area, uh wherever I don't think there would be anyone fighting you know to uh, to go topless or to free the nipple because it's just like you know everyone out there like uh, would would make their own decision they would uh, they would themselves judge their own bodies and say no I don't think it's really right you know to go out topless because our bodies and the bodies of men are really different you know um, I'm not talking about uh, making uh, objectifying uh, ladies, or you know, kind of, uh, kind of uh, sexualizing their organs. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is that don't make a law, don't tell a particular group of people that you can't do something. I don't think there'll be any rebels. Each, each lady or each. Uh, uh, like, you know, a, a lady would basically make her own judgment, she would, she would kind of break it down and think, you know, my body is different from men, and I don't think I should do it, you know, kind of thing. But the minute you put a law and you tell a group of people don't do it, then they become rebels. So that's what I really think this whole thing is all about. And then the inequality thing really comes from what I think, I think it's, it's really weird. I would never really go topless in public. I think it's insane to really do that. Because I do understand that uh, my body is different from a man's body. And I don't think the same thing applies um, uh, when it comes to going topless. Um, But, uh, you know, it's the same thing with uh, it's the same thing with uh, marijuana pot, the pot industry. Today, states are really rethinking the strategy of making it uh, making it making that entire industry of being able to buy and enjoy it making it legal the minute you make something legal see now marijuana was many people have really gone uh, actually have been uh, imprisoned for kind of uh, you know consuming that uh, pot but today Uh, You know, once it becomes legal, I don't think you'll have anyone actually becoming rebellious or kind of hiding and sneaking through. The use of marijuana would definitely go down because of that and would not increase. So the minute that's what, you know, the whole thing is about the minute you put law or you make it make something a law and you kind of uh, not allow a group of people to do something. It is uh, it is bad for it's really, it's really bad for everybody. It's, it's uh, you know, you will have rebels and you will have uh, people kind of sneaking through. It's the same with, you know, um, the conservatives and the liberals. You know, when you are, when, if you're growing, and you know, as a kid uh, in a household where your parents are continuously telling you, don't do this, don't do that. You know, don't go out here, come before eight o'clock. You know, you, you're you not going to party, don't go to a bar, don't do this, don't do that. The minute your parents really put those restrictions, I'm sure that kid is going to become rebels. You know, they will they will sneak and do all the things that their parents really told them not to do. But the minute you say, you know, come on, uh, do whatever you want, you know, you kind of, uh, you kind of give them the freedom and a uh, freedom of making their own decision of what is right and what is wrong uh I think it, it's less likely for them for the kids to really uh go in a wrong direction and that 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 applied to me as well and in my household i never um, my parents really didn't really Kind of, uh, there was no authority that they put on me. You know, it was pretty relaxed. It was like, go do whatever. And then it gave me responsibility that I'm supposed to be responsible because your parents trust you. You know, so uh, you tend to you you are less likely. That's what I think to do the wrong things if you are not. There is no authority. You know, kind of put over you as compared to when you're you're given. You know, you're allowed to do it with full freedom. You tend to become less rebe- rebellious. That's what I feel. Uh but um yeah, that's uh that's the update that I was talking about last time. Hey, what's up? what what about this uh, sapiosexual, sapiosexual, sap- sapiosexual. Uh I actually I don't know who was the guy, the singer, another singer, I think he's a producer. Uh Rob Rob Johnson Thompson, I can't remember his name. Okay, without taking in names. So there was this artist, uh, not really pop. I don't know, not uh, not popular from what I know of people, a little bit about celebrities, uh, so he comes out, it was breaking news, you know, that I'm sapiosexual, and I'm like, what the hell is this, I'd never come across that word ever in my entire life, like, you know, um... I don't know what it was. So uh, I had to kind of, uh, I went into, of course, Google, Google is the G's for God, you know, Google is really God. So I went to Google types of heterosexual and I got uh, the definition as a person who is sexually attracted to intelligence or the human mind before, before, you know, uh, before appearance. That is, uh, it is sex- someone who is sexually attracted the intelligence of a person and not his body or the way she or he looks. And that was like, what the, what the are we talking about? Like, you know, who is this guy firstly? And then you come up saying you're sapiosexual. Don't take it away from the LGBT, you know, please. That's not important whether you are sexually attracted towards the brain of a person or intelligence of a person. It's really different from what we are trying to get for the LGBT group. And this is like, come on. So you're just going to name everything like, you know, for some people who are, who are sexually attracted towards uh, the eyes of, uh, of someone or fingers, of, um, fingers or toes or feet or arms. What, what do you call them? You give everything a name. And then you'll have, uh, you'll kind of take it away from the real issue of, that the LGBT, uh, Q people are really, go, you know, um, experiencing. No, you can't. I mean, it's it's weird that this is happening. We just kind of, you know, uh, we just, the, the guy was just sitting there free and said, okay, let me, no one's really talking about me. I'm a celebrity, but, you know, no one's talking about my music and all that. So let me kind of uh, stir the pot a little. So, you know hey, I'm, he uh, identifies as a bisexual and then you have the whole internet world really talking about it. And I'm also doing that, right? So I am also doing it. But I just want to kind of make a point that that is just too weird. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. Uh So, um, like you know, uh, I don't know what I'm sexually attracted towards. I have no idea. Like that question is really tough because uh, everything is uh, it's it just depends on you know what you what uh, it, it just depends upon the person. Uh, you can't uh, each each one is so different. So uh, that's a difficult question. And this this, this stupidity. I mean, uh, sapiosexual. I had to literally Google to find out what the heck is that. You know, uh, and talking about the LGBT. Uh, What about that? What about the LGBT, that cake issue? You know, of course, this was everybody's going to the court. Everybody wants to sue. Everyone, everyone wants to fight some issue that makes no sense at all. You know, like, for instance, um, I think it was the Arizona state, uh, which is now uh, which is now okayed. I think there were two women, actually. Yeah, I think there were two ladies. Who were fighting this case? You know, wherein they said that they would not make a wedding cake or send out wedding invitations for couples that were uh, that were gays. They would not do that. Absolutely not do that. And uh, the Arizona courts, I believe, uh, they won the case. So the you know, people or businesses in Arizona actually are actually allowed to say no to their customers who are gays if it doesn't abide by the religious belief or their personal beliefs, you know? So that has become, that is a crazy decision. I don't know, I mean, I'm not saying what is right, what is wrong, as per what I think, that's the only thing that I can talk about. I think it's really, uh it's really, it's really a, a sad thing. Why? Because, you know, today it started with a wedding cake, okay? You're not gonna make cakes and it, it started with one business tomorrow everybody out there you know all these uh, all these religious people out there you know who are kind of i am a i belong to this particular religion and my holy book says this 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 this, this. And if you do not abide by my holy book, if you're a Sikh or if you're Hindu or if you're a Muslim or whatever, uh, you know, you're, if you don't abide by what my holy book says, I can just refuse to do business with you. I'm not saying that these gays can, you know, of course gays can buy their cakes and their wedding invitations from someone else. They can get it from any other business. It's not about that. It's about it's about uh it's about this crazy thing called uh you know uh, my religious believer because this is go- definitely gonna with other other businesses are really gonna uh do the same thing and then it started with it started with gays then it would start with um interracial weddings or marriages then it would start with um with the interfaith uh, issue. And then we were not only talking about weddings, we we're talking about our, the businesses, like, you know, a taxi business, or um, now this was a cake business, a catering business, food business. So it's just gonna kind of seep through and then we are here, you know, uh, getting back into the days of segregation that I am who we are and we are a group of people, groupisms and whatever, like, you know, it's really sick the fuck are we doing here? Where are we going? And I'm not talking about this is not only about America. It's a global thing, you know. You cannot just use your uh, religious beliefs and put them on others. No. Like, you know, religion is something. Even the Pope, now, even the Pope Francis, he says that who am I to judge? You know, these gays. He's never told gays don't come to my church. Now, the Bible says that uh, if he has to go strictly by the bible i don't think they would be allowed to get into church but he is not doing that you know in fact he's uh, he's kind of mingling with people from all the religions going to their uh, going to their whatever you know their uh, the holy temple or whatever and meeting with all of them you know and these guys they just kind of uh, uh impose their own beliefs and own personal ideas and all the religious thing over others like it's insane but anyways so uh i think uh that's what it is you know i don't think uh, we can ever change that and never going to happen if we ever try to uh i don't think it's really going to happen anyways uh so i was uh i was so i wish you know everybody kept their religion to themselves and didn't really mix it up as i always say like you know let your religion be keep it at home don't bring it don't bring it out in public you know that's what we need to do uh uh yeah i was actually uh i was just actually w- wondering you know like we see these movies of course child's play was a movie where which was animated that was an animated decad- cat we didn't have a child actor but like uh home alone you know or movies like where there are a lot of child actors I was just wondering, you know, these child actors that start really small, they're like three to four years and they're already making money. They're in movies. Like, uh, so I was just wondering, you know, I don't think a child, child when, when a child really acts, it's basically child labor. You're making, you're making, you're making kids really work it, you know, work their ass off when they have to actually be in school. Or maybe playing with kids uh, of their age, which is not happening. So basically, you know, and then they then they they suffer from that uh, ego. You know, they become egoistic. Uh, they uh, they lose their childhood. Uh, there are bad habits because you know to be able to keep up with uh, this whole thing of acting, the acting business they get into bad habits addictions etc so i wish what i what i was thinking is you know it's 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 a good idea to not have kids in movies and if at all you need uh you need a child actor how about having robots right you know that's that's the thing you can do because today you have sex robots, you know, or you have uh, so many robots that really actually look so uh so real. So you know, if you really need a kid, you know, a really tiny kid playing a role, you know, use these use technology to really have kids in in uh, in showbiz uh, like robots. That's what I'm talking about. And if you have like a teenage uh, character or like you know a twelve thirteen year old, you can have an adult playing that by just changing. Uh, with some makeup uh whatever you know, so I was just thinking you know it's it's really like I cannot see myself as a child actor, like if I had to act such young, you know where when when would I have time to play, when would I have time to study like it 's so these guys they just to one scene, like a small scene of just five minutes, it takes an entire day, you know the same thing with a child i didn 't think I could ever study on a set. You know, that's what that's what they have been doing. And uh, so basically, you know, those guys in China who make our phones, as we keep saying, you know, iPhones are made by, uh, by the children in China. It's the same thing with acting all over the world, you know, even Hollywood, Bollywood, or all these industries, the movie industries the China, in China, etc. They all have actors, and I think we should ban, if the, at all, Uh, You know, uh, child actors must not be allowed to act. You know, if you're 18 years old, fine. There's more responsibility. You can take responsibility. But before that, I think child actors should not be allowed to act. It's too young to really make a decision for yourself. I think so, but I'm not really sure. Because uh, we've seen a number of, uh, you know, the entire, you know, especially if your parents are putting you in movies for the money's sake I have no idea why they really put their kids in the first place. Uh, and then, you know, you, you always want to look good. You'll starve. You'll get into dieting because you want to look good. You want to be slim at such a young age. You don't have to do that. You don't have to starve. But they do it. Then they're running behind money. They're running behind popularity. They have to attend so many events, etc. So that's what I feel, you know. And uh, the more you... the Uh, you know, they become very egoistic. And I think it's a good idea to really ban child actors from acting in movies. And if at all you need it, use technology, use robots, you know, to be able to uh, do the role for, uh, for the kids. And talking about children, this is what children need to do. When we're talking about the climate rallies that happen all across, all across the world, like even Bombay was into it of course the united states all the states and then many many states even in india and uh, i don't know whether china was involved but uh, the whole of europe of course europeans and when it comes to climate change and europe and global warming europeans are leading the way and definitely so i i just love the way you know i was really impressed by children really coming out and speaking see that is something that we should get into because that is education for them it's not going out and making money you know by acting in movies etc so i uh, i hope this climate rally really make a difference um everyone uh, they they really you know it's it's really shocking to see kids really so uh so grown up you know they really they really concerned about the environment and that's good i hope uh, something positive uh comes out uh, comes out of the whole thing so um uh, just wish that it happens anyways i was actually um i was um, i was uh you know i was watching i watch a lot of um, uh the animal planets i watch a lot of wild animals you know on t v because that's my biggest um, it's it's the nicest thing that I can do because it's it's really fun um uh it's really fun watching these animal planet or you know animals uh, hunt especially huntings hunting is something that i can't really I can't really focus on. It's something that I can't really do. But, you know, what I was watching is, then I came across this, um, uh, you know, people hunting other animals. And I think it's a big deal in Europe. So although we talk about climate change, it's, it's you know, the, the, the if at all, any country really is uh, big on climate. climate change. It is the European countries. But at the same time, when it comes to hunting, I think... Um, Uh, people in Europe are rural hunters, you know, they go out and actually kill animals. So but what I don't really know is, you know, if you if you're killing an animal, okay, fine, there are many uh, uh, animals get killed, we eat goats, we eat beef, we eat pork, we eat chicken, everybody eats and then you cannot tell a hunter to stop hunting. If they're hunting the animal for the meat, so if they're going to if they're going to shoot an animal and they're going to take it home and cook it to make to make whatever meat of that animal it is well do it you know because uh what is the difference between uh, non-vegetarians and uh, that is people who eat meat the other meat and people who hunt and then eat that meat no difference at all so go ahead do it you know you cannot tell someone um trophy hunt uh, trophy hunters are different so you know and and some people are like you know they get so agitated hey man you kind of eat meat you kind of eat all the meat and then you go after these hunters if they're eating the meat that they're hunting of the animal that they've hunted and killed Well, do it. But if you're just kind of killing those animals to save their head, or maybe have a photo op, or maybe kind of uh, just tell people that you know, see, this is uh, this is something that I hunted. I think that is shitty as hell. You know, you can't just do that. You know, you cannot just uh, 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 you just cannot kill kill an animal and then just pose with it, do a photo op, and kind of cut his head and take it back to your home. Uh, you know, wherever you came from, and then hang it up on your, uh, on your, above your desk. That is shitty. But if you're hunting an animal, whoever that animal is, and if you're kind of making and cooking curry, meat curry out of that animal, maybe I would not really say anything to you. You know, you're doing the right thing. You're just like any other meat-eating person. Uh, So um, that's what I was really thinking. You know, I don't think we should really go behind hunters for hunting, uh, but we need to go behind hunters who hunt animals and just do a photo op and do kind of, you know, trophy hunting kind of thing, which is which is really wrong. And talking about, you know, I keep saying that I've kind of quit uh, eating meat. I, I was I grew up eating bone soup. I I grew up like, uh, you know, my mom made all that meat. Like I've eaten beef. I, I we used to eat pork. We used to have eaten chicken. And uh, which, which are the meat? Yeah, these are the meats that I used to eat, I think. Yeah, meat, this chicken, not duck, turkeys, we never really made. So I ate all that meat. And then I kind of gave it up. Now it's almost been four and a half to five years, I think, since I've given up eating meat. But at the same time, I did that because, uh, because of the way, animals are slaughtered, you know, I was like, you know, oh my god, that's so sad the way they are slaughtered, you know, they cut, their neck is cut, and they really have to suffer. But at the same time, I'm a hypocrite, you know, Uh, I didn't give up, I didn't give up eating fish. So what about fish? They too are literally slaughtered, right? Such huge salmon or whatever the fish is, they literally have to suffer and die. So I'm basically a hypocrite. You know, I say that I care for those animals. I don't like the way they really uh, get killed. And that's why I stopped eating meat. But at the same time, I'll eat fish because I need some kind of meat in my food. I can't do without meat at all, you know. So let's eat fish meat. That's no excuse. That's shitty. Uh, It's just that, you know, I'm kind of being, I'm a hypocrite, basically. But I don't think I'll, ever be able to give up fish. I've successfully given up meat. have not eaten for five years. I don't know how long I'll be able to take it. It's not that I, I don't really, as long as I have fish with me, you know, I can kind of um, suppress. I mean, I, it, it's something that I don't want. Like, you know, today I don't want meat. Um, uh, like, as long as I have fish, it's fine. But I need meat, any kind of fish meat or whatever. So uh, that's what I was thinking. You know, I'm basically a hypocrite when it comes to when it comes to, you know, oh, I don't eat meat because, you know, kind of a feel bad for those animals, the way they're slaughtered. But at the same time, hey, man, but I will eat the fish because that suits my palate. And, you know, and then I give it a name. What are, what are fish eaters, um, non-meat eaters, but fish eaters called? Say, I forgot the name. There's a name for that. There's a name uh, for only fish meat eating fish eaters. What's it? Yeah, I can't remember. And I'm not going to Google it. So go Google it. And I never call myself that because I think I'm a hypocrite, basically. You know, someone who doesn't eat uh, animal meat because I feel sad for the way they're slaughtered. But then I eat fish meat because it suits my need. Hey, man, I'm stupid. Anyways, that's all that I had to talk to you about and yap to you. I don't really talk. There's nothing. There's no sense in whatever, you know, I'm sharing with you, basically. But uh, yeah, I'm basically yapping and talking shit uh right 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 so uh that's all for me and uh maybe i don't know um i don't know you know i was i was listening to rihanna and i think this is one of the best uh tracks and the first tracks as a sing that i ever listened to uh so i don't think i'll really play let me see whether i could do that I don't, I don't know oh my god that's too loud right that's too loud how gorgeous does she look in the song She's really beautiful. And then uh, Justin Justin Bieber, not Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake is his, uh, is a part of the song. And he has nothing to really say. Let me see what he is. There's, there's nothing, you know. He just says two lines and that's his part in the song. So just go and tune in if you really want to listen to it. But that's, that's something even I could do, you know. In a different way, I was using you. Now you know we're meant to be Gotta go, got And I never gave myself to another the way I did Don't even recognize Gonna oh, take a miracle to bring me back And you the one that's lame Just now I feel like Oh, just your reason what I'm thinking I don't wanna smoke on the cigarettes no more okay that's all i have for now anyways uh the two of you two and a half i think three three i think three i have three listeners yeah i think we one sec huh uh i just checked in last time yeah i think i have three listeners as of now and thank you to all of you for really listening bye then for now